Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, January 24th. S&P futures are trading up about seven points. That's 20 basis points. Europe is enjoying a very strong rally. So the major Eurozone indices are up over a percent. Um, Asia was very quiet. You had a number of markets closed for holidays. Um, so mainland China, Taiwan, Korea were all closed for holidays. Hong Kong had a half session for a holiday. Hong Kong closed up small. Um, Japan had a full session. It was uh, pretty much unchanged. So pretty quiet in Asia overnight as far as trading is concerned. Um, you know, a lot of moving pieces, again, for investors to digest, and it's kind of mixed depending on your perspective in the world. So um, looking at the world from U.S. stocks, I think things are kind of a net positive this morning. Um, the biggest macro news was the flash PMIs. So you had flash PMIs that have Japan, Europe, and Australia. The Eurozone ones are, are the most important from, uh, I think, our perspective. Um, and they were decent versus expectations. You're still talking about a manufacturing reading that's below 50. 50 is the demarcation point between growth and contraction. So manufacturing is in contraction still, but it did exceed expectations. And the qualitative commentary from the market economics, um, which is the the publisher of the of the PMI reading, um, the qualitative commentary that accompanied the reading was was somewhat encouraging. So you're talking about, you know, all of the right indicators moving in the right directions. The rate of decline is easing. Um, you know, you're seeing signs of manufacturing near stabilization, et cetera. So certainly encouraging to see, um, you know, that that moving in the right direction. So that to me is kind of the major macro piece of news for this morning. And that's, um, you know, responsible for, I think, the Eurozone rally. Um, and it's certainly bleeding into our futures as well. Um, so that's, you know, that's in terms of, of macro. The other big macro topic, obviously, is the China coronavirus news. Um, so you have, you know, more travel restrictions being imposed by China. So um, as of right now, and this obviously is subject to change because it's changed pretty dramatically in the last few days, there are 12 cities that are, you um, that are experiencing restrictions of some kind. Some of them are complete total lockdowns and others are just more um, um, sporadic restrictions on various different forms of public transportation. So you have 12 cities that are being subject to travel restrictions. That's about 36 to 40 million people. Um, and you have various reports of, you know, various big businesses. So Disney Shanghai is shutting down indefinitely. McDonald's is shutting down a bunch of stores um, in certain areas of the country. So obviously this will have an economic impact on the country, um, this is the big uh, New Year holiday where a lot of people will be traveling and there usually is a lot of economic activity that occurs that will be dampened somewhat. Um, but, you know, I think I think it's still kind of viewed as being more of a regional issue rather than a big global macro overhang. Obviously, that can change. Um, I think there is um, some encouragement that China seems to be acting aggressively to contain it. The World Health Organization came out yesterday and said, um, conditions do not warrant a global health emergency declaration. So, you know, that was one of the reasons why U.S. stocks ticked higher midday yesterday. Um, no, so it certainly is a, a very serious, grave issue. It certainly will weigh temporarily on Chinese growth. But for the moment, um, you know, people do not think it's, you know, it's going to be the repeat of another stars type of event. Um, so that that's kind of so you have economic data and then you have, uh, you know, the coronavirus news um, on the earnings front. Um, Intel was the big report out from the U.S. And, and so far, you know, we're only about 15% of the way through this earnings season. Intel is by far the strongest report that I have uh, gone through so far, and I've gone through most of them. Um, I, had to, I had to almost triple check the numbers just to make sure that they were accurate. So very, very strong December quarter um, and then very strong guidance. You know, I guess some people are pushing back that the numbers were so strong that they're not sustainable. They had a very, very blowout report um, in the cloud service provider segment of their data center business with 48% growth. That's a huge acceleration from nearly flat in Q3. 
Um, so there is some skepticism about whether or not um, that type of growth is sustainable. But nevertheless, you know, you are going to see obviously deceleration from 48% growth, but management seemed pretty comfortable that you are going to see um, very healthy results going forward. So Intel is definitely the big upside standout. You had a couple of other reports, you know, not to get too much into detail. I have all of the, um, I have everything in today's Vital Dawn. Skyworks had a decent quarter, decent guidance. Um, Skyworks shares came under some pressure though, having to do with an Avago Apple wireless supply pack that was announced separately, um, which, you know, there had been some expectation that Skyworks could gain content in iPhones down the road. That Avago supply pack um, would seem to undermine that thesis. Um, and there were a bunch of other earnings as well out overnight in the U.S. Like I said, I have them all written up in today's Vital Dawn. In Europe, the big reports are Ericsson and Remy Control. So er- both of them are disappointing. Both of them are for sale. Ericsson seems to be more a temporary issue. So Ericsson um, cited spending delays having to do with the Sprint Timus deal um, and the fact that that merger is, is is being subject to increased uncertainty and those companies have been delaying spending. That hit Ericsson's Q4. Um, so it sounded more like a temporary issue. Ericsson still seems optimistic, upbeat on, on the you know on the outlook for 5G. Um, Remy Control is more, you know, just a pretty poor result overall. They're suspending guidance. Um, you know, so you've had some mixed, I would say, luxury results out in the last couple of days, um, last couple of days, weeks, and Remy Control obviously is going to be um a negative one. You have results coming out from LVMH next week, um, I think which will be in focus after this Remy Control report. Um so that is it on the earnings front, um, and that is it for all the macro news. Just looking at today's calendar, um, quickly on the earnings front, there are not many reports out in the U.S. So you have three major ones. You have Air Products and Synchrony Financial at 6 a.m. You have American Express at 7.30 a.m. And then you have the U.S. Flash PMIs, which will be hitting at 9.45. Um, so that is pretty much it in terms of scheduled news for today. Um, as I've been talking about, next week is probably the single most important week of all of Q1, where you have peak volume of earnings. You have a huge amount of earnings that are coming out of Europe and the U.S. Um, you have, obviously, the Fed meeting on Wednesday. That, to me, is still the next big macro test for this market, um, where you're going to get a fresh update from Powell on, um, again, it's just more the messaging around balance sheet expansion and repo interventions and what the Fed's outlook is. Are they more comfortable on on uh, repo market interventions? Do they anticipate withdrawing their support going forward? Um, you know, I think I think getting clarity from all those subjects which will really come during the press conference rather than the two p.m. statement. Um, that is the next big macro test for markets because you know while it's clearly not full blown QE, the markets are are viewing the balance sheet expansion as 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 a form of some uh, monetary accommodation. Um, you have the first look at U.S. Q4 GDP on Thursday. Uh, you have some inflation data out next Friday. So there's a lot of news out next week that I think will be um, you know, pretty important for the tape. Um, but there's really not much left on today's calendar. Uh, so that is essentially it for today. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening.